your starting lineup, Turner Ripplinger, Troy Koser, Tori Coglin, and your host, Drew Koser. Presented by Nissan Regina, here is the Off the Huzzle Podcast. Hey everybody, we're back to an episode off the Hazel, episode 117. My name is Drew Koser. I'm I'm your host, joined by Stat Guy Rip over in England. No Tory today, but we have all the way down in I think California. Could be wrong. Troy Koser, the original co-host of the podcast. Troy Turner and Drew here today, folks. Let's go right to Troy. He looks jacked up to be on the pod today, ladies and gentlemen. How are we? How are we doing there, fellas? Good. How are you doing? Your traps are busting at the seams right now. Easy there, easy there. Bomb, balmy thirty-three degrees here down in Palm Springs. It's uh, it's beautiful weather out. Not uh, not one to complain. Back in Regina, I hear it's a little cool. So, yeah, it's snowed again today. It's good. It's awesome. Snowed again, eh? Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, thirty-three here today. Yesterday was thirty-five. Tomorrow was thirty-five, I think, and then. 33, 34, 35, 36, something like that. So good golfing weather. Yep. I'm there in two weeks. So there you go. Nice. Nice try. Oh, you guys cut out there. Hi. Sorry. Must be the connection. <laughs> okay. So Troy's down south playing some golf. I, I, I was checking the accounts there. So you're getting some love there online. Make sure to answer all of them because I can't answer those questions that uh, where you're playing golf. So make sure you stay involved there. Uh, Turner's over in England. They're off to the finals um, in the weirdest format ever. It's trying to like PB hockey all over again. But the boys in Guilford Flames are buzzing right now. It's um, Turner, quickly, how are things? Walk us through, you know, you guys getting ready here for league finals. Yeah, we're getting ready for finals weekend here. Starts Saturday. Um, had a wild first round, I guess. So the way the format is here, it's a little different from North America. Um, the first round's a two game total point. So it's like you're playing in provincials back in minor hockey again. And then, then it's, then you go on to the final four, which is finals weekend. And then it just becomes a one game. So you lose, you're done. So I want to ask you a question, Turner, to have talked to you in a few weeks. How are you liking it over on the other side of the pond? It's, uh, it's so fun, Troy. Like I, I, this is probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Um, just crazy like just the the fans are just it's different here um and you know they're they're so fun to play in front of like right they're chanting they're cheering the whole game they guy people have drums and shit like that and then it also helps that i'm playing really well right now too so um, but they know your name then eh i got a different last name in every rink so <laughs> are you uh are you driving over in uh we're, you're in england right no yeah yeah, are yeah. you driving over yet? No, since I'm still alive, no. <laughs> a little different, eh? Oh, my goodness. It, everything's left side. Even when I'm walking across the street, I'll look the wrong way, and fucking one will buzz right the other way. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so the boys... Oh, go ahead, Drew. Sorry, I was going to ask you how you were doing. I was going to let you know about the golf game down here, but... Well, we're getting that for sure. I just wanted to say that we uh, this podcast is, you know, for the, for the time being, for a week right now, especially, but... Turner's in England. Tori's in Alabama. You're in Palm Beach. Where the hell are Palm you? Springs. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Uh, and I'm sitting here in uh, sunny, uh, sunny Regina, Saskatchewan. So the boys are. Get yourself a passport and get on down here or over there. You sound like a, get on down here today. Check it out. We're going to be here all day. Uh, hot dogs on for $4. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, we got great deals. We got 30% off, 40% off. Uh, but yeah, no. So that's, that's good that everyone's experiencing life or not. Good job guys. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, so like I said, try to make sure you, um, answer the golf people on the social network. Cause I couldn't tell. I'm people. trying to keep on top of it, Drew. I am. I was posting a couple stories on the Instagram. Uh, I got big news for Friday. So whenever we get into the golf talk, I'll let you know about that, but. Well, right into it. Open pit. What's okay, on Friday? Troy, let's go. Let's go. Uh, don't don't, don't playing, hold back. Don't hold back. Playing, playing Mission Hills, the Gary player course Friday morning at 7:40 a.m. It's hosted quite a few PGA Tour events. Um, got a pretty good deal on the 
tee off time, 79 bucks American, which I don't think is too bad at all. Pretty good. So look, looking forward to that. Uh, we played this morning and yesterday morning just at the local course here at the Orps Outdoor Resort Palm Springs. Uh, you know, Drew, it's a funny story. So Jill and Scott and Trista drove down. I flew down with Jenea, my daughter, and I sent my clubs down. So my driver, three-wood, and my fairway woods came in. I was waiting on my irons and my putter. All didn't right. come in. Didn't come in. We flew out on Tuesday morning. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday we got here. Yeah. Guess what showed up in the mail yesterday? My yeah. irons and my putter. So I, I no. don't have... I don't have my tailor-made irons or putter, but uh, I'm going to bomb that uh, stealth down the number one fairway, hopefully, on Friday morning from Mission Hills. Quite excited about it. I'll have a lot of pictures, video I'll throw up for the uh, the pages. So Awesome. Oh, Pretty excited about it. Uh, tomorrow, little, we're headed to... A little windy in my ear here. Oh, sorry. T- tomorrow, we're headed to Anaheim. Check out uh, the LA Angels and the Cleveland Guardians. So I'll throw up some uh, footage there on the Off-Hoswell page. Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead, Turner. No, 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 I'll I'll chirp you after you're done talking here. Okay, and then Sunday, we're taking Jenea for her 21st birthday down to Las Vegas, and I'm going to go do the strip, and I'll have some video and uh, pictures for you guys there, too, and for everyone listening. Wow. So. 21. Kind of hey. Shut up, her mother's right behind me. <laughs> hey, this podcast is it's just, just the boys, so um, that that's – that's awesome, man. That sounds like you have a full thing book. That's that's super cool. It's sweet. Um, definitely blow the blow the content pages up. Get people talking about it down there, in, uh, in Palm Springs and in Vegas and wherever you go. Just be like, hey, off the hustle. You should probably wear a hat down there instead of wearing a Red Sox hat. That'd be kind of cool. Or I got what? like all different hats, so. I would I would wear a off the hustle hat, and then also how many how many balls did uh is it not stone. What's your what? what's your neighbor's uh old neighbor's buddy's name? Well, who you with? But Chris, hold uh, on a second. I'm going to zoom in on him here if I can turn the damn who camera. You with, you with Douglas, right? I'm going to turn the camera on if I can figure the damn thing out. But I don't know how to on Zoom. So keep that's okay. away until people I figure it out. Lose, people are losing uh, interest right now in the fodder now. So hold on. I want to know if they knew what Troy's shirt looked like, they would not be losing interest. The man, the myth, the legend, Scotty D, off the hustle, secret weapon. How many? How many? How many shoot today? He actually beat me today. I don't want to talk about it. Uh-oh. Took five years, but he finally got her done. That a boy, Scotty. Good work. Okay, so uh, hockey talk. We got to get into it right now because uh, we haven't talked to Troy in a while. He's a big Oilers fan. Um, Connor McDavid, I believe he's at 118 points now or something like that. They clinched home ice in the playoffs. Uh, who's in net? Is it Mike Smith? Is it Koskinen? I want to know all your thoughts. Uh, Kane fighting Bouchard in practice. Um, that happened. Yeah, let's, yeah, that let's, happened. Let's, let's get into. Well, yeah, didn't know that happened. I don't know. I don't think, I don't seven hours ahead of you guys. I don't think it was a huge, uh, huge issue. But I want to know from the Oilers insider from our podcast what your thoughts are on the Edmonton Oilers in the in the playoffs and how far they're going to go. Uh, to be honest with you, we need Mike Smith to play like Dwayne Rolson did back in 05 Otherwise, we're out in the first round because Alley's a really good team. We play them really well. They play us really well. I could see it going seven. I didn't know about the the fight in practice. I had no idea about that. I know we clinched yesterday home playoffs or home home advantage because we beat Pittsburgh 5-1. Um, yeah, honestly, I it, it comes down to goaltending. Mike Smith's a starter for sure, 110%. Costin's on, on the bench, come in when you need him. We need McDavid to keep doing what he's doing. Uh, nurse is out, I think, till the first game for sure of playoffs. So, I mean, honestly, it comes down to goaltending. And and if we don't get the goaltending, we're out first round against LA. LA is a really good team. So that's my synopsis on the Oilers and their playoff run. We get by LA, look out. Think, things could be really good. I like it. Turner, thoughts on the other hockey parts of the world? Now, Vegas is out. Jack Eichel goes there and they lose out and they're not even in the playoffs. Um, Ovechkin, or not Ovechkin, sorry. Uh, Matthews, they call him Big Poppy. Six, dude. Joins the 60 goal club in the era with the salary cap with Ovechkin and Steven Stamkos. Pretty sick stat. Can the Leafs continue what they're doing and win the first round? 
Can they? Yeah, that was a question you, to you, Turner. Yeah, that was a question to you. Probably. I think they – who are they going to play first round? They got Tampa, right? Tampa. Oh, no shot then. No. Florida, I believe. One of the two. No fucking chance. No. No, I'm not. I'm 100% on board with Turner on that. Dude, uh, Tampa's going to win again. Tampa's nope. so good. Nope. The only team that's beaten Tampa is Tampa. No. Florida, Florida comes out of the East, 100%. Yeah. Oh. And I'll throw a 20 on that, Turner. I don't know if you want to make that. What, what do they got over there? What do, what do you guys use over in England? Uh, pounds? pounds. I'll, throw, I'll throw 20 pounds on that. How would I bet you my sleeves? Your what? How would I bet you my sleeves? Sleeves of what? Your shirt. <laughs> Taylor made golf balls? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's the saying. Sleeves on my shirt. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll take that bet all day long. <laughs> okay, so that didn't answer any questions, really. Um, no, it did. It did. He's saying Toronto was not making out of the first. Dude, I, I don't watch all hockey over here. I can't. That's right. Okay. So, what else is there then? Like, what do we got left? We got two games left in regular season, Drew? Right, yeah. Like, a lot of teams, I think, are done or not. One, two, or three games left. Yeah. Uh, how about a big shout out to the Regina boy there, Mr. Getzlaff, after an 18 year career, finally hanging up the skates? And a right? pass, too, in the last. Uh, right. Pretty prominent career. I mean, the guy's done it all. Uh, Olympic gold medal, Stanley Cup champion. World I mean, juniors. Probably, in my opinion, one of the best hockey players to ever come out of our hometown. Statistically, yeah. Right? I mean, so yeah, congrats, Ryan, on a hell of a career. I mean, yeah, congrats. That's huge. Um, Curling talk. What about Benny Hebert? Yeah, new team. Was it Was it Brand with, new team. Was it He's with, with Dutton? Uh, no, Brandon Bat- Bat- Bachelor. Uh, not a curling guy, but Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor. Anyways, whole shakeup in the cur- curling world. I seen Hebes was on a uh, friend of the show there, Rod Peterson show, uh, just before I take off for flights there and announcing that he, the whole curling world, I guess they, I didn't know this. They only do a four year deals in curling. I didn't know that. Oh, really? Every four years they shake up the teams. Yeah. Huh. So what's going on PGA wise, Drew? I, again, I, I've been kind of MIA here a little while, but where are we playing this week? We had the Zurich Classic this past weekend, right? Couldn't tell you. Dude, yeah, we did. I haven't, watched, I haven't watched a minute of golf because I've been yes. so busy talking. Dude, our podcast is buzzing right now. This is awesome. Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley won the Zurich Classic in New Orleans. Yeah, that's right. They did. I think it was minus 31. Correct me if I'm wrong, but damn close to that. If not that. I'm not sure where they are this weekend, but thought maybe you guys would have they that. Got the Mexico Championship this oh, week. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. In uh, Puerto Vallarta. Come on more often. You're pretty good at all these stat stuff. You're yeah, just north. Yeah, north of Puerto Vallarta, they're playing. Uh, Abe Answer obviously is one of the favorites to win. He's one of the feature groups because he is from Mexico. So, wow, yeah. this is deadly, Troy. You've been, you've been, you've been great so far. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm just listening. What do we else got? What do we got here? Couple cold beers doesn't hurt a guy when he's podcasting, eh? Yep. Okay, so I'm trying to think now what else I have on the docket this week. Great guest today, though. Let's just go into our guest and then we'll wrap this up and then we'll go and do a post show and then we're we'll call our day. Um great guest. I've known him a long time. Turner's known him a long time. He's played against him. Um fuck. I don't know. Just a good dude. Four years at University of Michigan. NC2A school, Big Ten school, three years for the Vernon Vipers and the BCHL. Contacts. I was a Blazer. He was a contact. He, uh, he had some rivalries on this spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is rival rivalries. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, hey, Jimmy Lambert of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Um, good dude. Humble. Very good person. He's now signed a contract with the Bridgeport Islanders of the American Hockey League. And yeah, all in all, a great interview with Jimmy. Uh, we had a technical difficulty before we even started. We went halfway through the podcast. So I was up at all hours of the night trying to figure that out, but it's out there. Turner thoughts on the podcast. Troy, you might remember his uncle that played um, uh, shit. Lane, Lane Lambert. I believe the right? only Lambert I know is Miranda nope. outside of the hockey world. 
Oh, good, good, yes. That was a little joke. That's a country singer. I don't know. We all knew that one. Oh, that one right over my head, Troy. Hey, Turner, thoughts on uh, the interview with Jimmy? Oh, I missed that kid. I haven't talked to him in a while. James Wayne Lambert. (laughs) Wayno. Wayner. What a kid, dude. He's such a good dude. Um, Glad he's doing well. Yeah, and, and he's definitely not shy on shoes. So Jimmy Lambert, Jimmy Wayne Lambert, um, Troy, anything else before we go to our guest today? Check out the content. It's going to be posted this week. Uh, you're going to see some really bad golf shots. You might see the odd good one. Um, oh, yeah. Next, yeah. Time you, next time you see the video of your golfing, make sure you get your, whole, your, 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 your body in. Well, you can blame Scotty B on that. You can blame <laughs> Scotty B, but it actually worked out well because it was a terrible shot. But I, I yeah, you, can, you can tell nice that there's some middle-aged men trying to make content. What's that? I said, you can tell it's two middle-aged men trying to make content. <laughs> hey, A for effort, right? <laughs> yeah. E. e for effort. Okay. Um, here's Jimmy Lambert. We hope you enjoy it. Off the Huzzle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter and Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter and Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter and Buck on all their social media platforms. Jordan, uh, Vic Square Mini Golf, walk us through, uh, you know, what it's all about, what's going on, and, you know, how you you guys kind of got into it. Well, it's uh, it's an 18-hole indoor glow-in-the-dark mini golf. It's brand new, you know, newest one in Saskatchewan and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we really wanted to show Regina that uh, Vic Square is really focused on multiculturalism. So, um, while we did a survey a while back saying, hey, you know, what could Regina benefit most from? And there was a huge overwhelming response of like entertainment. And when we broke it down, a lot of people wanted, you know, like a mini golf, something like that. So we thought, okay, well, why not? Uh, what better way to combine our multicultural views with what the people want than to make it, you know, around the world theme. So we've got props from all around the world. Uh, you start off with a couple of Canadian ones and move on through the world and each prop has a little little blurb about why it's significant you know how long it's been around and such that's awesome so mini golf it's been a while since i've been and i think the last one was uh, you know probably 10 12 years ago now uh but i loved it when i saw it right away i said you know we should get you know get them on talk about it because it's something different to do and especially a place like regina saskatchewan that's always windy snowing half the time more than half the time Mm-hmm. Um, it rains. So, you know, when you brought mini golf here, wh- where do you see, you know, like, are you guys seeing a lot of traction right now lately? Like, like what's it like, you know, from start, uh, from, from, from the start date, sorry. So, you know, the week, the weekdays, they're generally not so busy. You know, you can walk in, get in, you know, right there, but, uh, the weekends, you know, everyone's looking for that thing to do. So obviously it's full and everyone's booking online and such. So, um, it's got to the point where we're turning people away and being like, Hey, if you want to come back in a couple of hours when it dies down, but, uh, yeah, no, Regina loves it. It's great. Especially on windy days like this, you know, we see a little bit of an increase cause you know, what else is there to do outside? Yeah, no, exactly. So, uh, expanding wise, I mean, are you guys just going to run this one for, you know, a year two years and then kind of see, you know, where it goes, or are you going to try and get another one going in the, you know, Southland or North, Northgate mall? <laughs> Uh, where are you guys at for, you know, uh, future plans? We don't have any, anything set in stone yet as for expansion, but, uh, you know, definitely this one is going to be a staple, you know, this one's going to be here for as long as, you know, I know. <laughs> awesome. So mini golf again, I mean, obviously, um, it, it, it's an activity people, people can do anyone can do it. It's fun. Um, I'm trying to think, are there other plans? Are there tournaments coming up? Are there, are, are, do you guys have events going on? Is there music playing? Like, like, where are you guys at with all that? 
yeah we got we got music playing all the time it's a really good playlist too um as for tournaments and such we're actually looking to make one pretty soon no nothing set in stone yet but we're just trying to get the logistics of it set up so that way we can have tournaments we can post you know like standings and such on facebook and whatnot like yeah a lot lot planned for later on but right now it's just more so getting the bases settled and introducing the world to vic square mini golf so hours prices <laughs> um just all, all that for us as well yeah so hours of operation right now we got 11 to 9 uh monday to thursday and then friday saturday is um 11 to 11 and then sunday is 11 to 9 uh, if you're looking for admission, you know, your general admission is $15.99 um, at, or children and seniors. So 12 and under and 65 and up $10.99, uh, a family pass. So two adults, two kids that uh, that'll run you about 45 plus tax. And if you're coming with your buddies on the weekend, you can get the buddy pass for adults. It's 55 plus tax. Awesome. Okay. And where can everyone find Vic Square Mini Golf? Right at the front entrance, right across from Safeway. Awesome. And then on social media and website. Yeah. So you can find us on Facebook VS mini golf and then on Instagram at fix square mini golf. Okay. Jordan will have to dust up my, uh, my potter and get out there. at some point here, I'll bring the boys out with the off the hollow crew and we'll do some content or whatever, and we'll figure something out. Sounds great. Okay. Thanks for coming on today, Jordan. No worries. Coors Light is the official light beer of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It's also the official beer of watching 2013 reruns catching up on video calls and wearing the same sweats as you did yesterday. Visit your local retailer for great prices on 18, 24, 36 can packs. Coors Light, made to chill. All right, we're pleased to have on today from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. He's a young stud, up-and-comer, played his junior hockey for the Vernon Vipers of the BCHL, moved on to play for the University of Michigan in the Big Ten Hockey League, a guy that can golf as well. After all that, we're pleased to have on today, Jimmy Lambert. What's going on, boys? <sighs> oh, Coach, you forgot one thing. What if I forget? This guy's jawline can cut glass. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. He's a little bit of a man missile. <laughs> yeah, you look kid. So, okay, after all the technical difficulties and audio issues, we got him on. We're here. Uh, I'm in Regina. Turner's in England. And Jimmy, you're in uh, where Connecticut, so yeah, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Okay, so right away, my first question is: first off, what's going on with you? What's new? What's uh, what's happening in, in in Jimmy's world? Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, my season just ended in in Michigan. Uh, we lost in the Frozen Four out in Boston, uh, and then a few days after that season ended, I came out to to Bridgeport to uh, finish off the year in the AHL. And uh, it's been good so far. I haven't gotten in a game quite yet, but, um, you know, we made a quick, we made a late playoff push, got into the playoffs, and and now I'm just uh, practicing with the team. It's going well. Enjoying it. Fuck, I see that right there. Perfect. Sign me to that. Just a practice roster. That, that's all I want to do. Just practice with the pro team. <laughs> give me yeah. the gear. Give me the sticks. Snap it around. Just quick four blues. That That's all I need. No time. Yeah. No time. No, that's sweet, man. That's great. That's, you know, as I was watching your, especially your last year of uh, college you guys had a, I think a successful year and obviously not the outcome you just wanted at the end, but um, yeah, kudos to you sick four years. And um, yeah, I kind of want to go into, you know, a younger Jimmy though. I mean, you're still young, but growing up in Saskatoon hobbies, you know, what you were up to sports, obviously hockey, but you know, I met you on the golf course, to, I, I believe. And, and they just said the Blazers camp one time, but uh, walked us through a young Jimmy Lambert. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I was, I was into a lot of things. I mean, growing up in Saskatoon, um, playing hockey, uh, and then the summers, you know, I love to play on the golf course. Um, you know, it's probably where you would see me 90% of the time in the summers on the golf course and, and just enjoying it, having fun with uh, a lot of the, the good Saskatchewan golfers like Ty Campbell, Mark Sweeney. Um, you know, we're just always out there Riverside, uh, just shooting the shit and having fun during the summers. But um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Just hockey and golf. It's kind of, I kind of, kind of sounds like a boring life. But that's kind of all I really like to do and hang out with family, you know? No, for sure. Well, I want to get, and I'm going to turn it off this one, but 
you played for Saskatoon Contacts, and then you, I think, see, this is where I think I remember meeting you. Was at a Blazer camp? You were like four foot six, and then the following summer you grew, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's tall as shit now. Um, but you had a pretty successful year or two years of the contacts. And then, you know, you wanted to play junior and turn over over that, but walk us through your time with the Saskatoon contacts and, um, yeah, just your triple A days. Yeah. Like you said, I was a little shrimp out there in the minor hockey days. Um, you know, I, I got cut from a few teams. I got cut from the blazers one year. I got cut from the contacts and, um, also in the same year and I played house midget. Uh, just because, you know, I was very undersized and, um, you know, I was good for me, um, you know, battle through a little bit of adversity at a young age is always good for a guy. And, um, you know, it turned out to work out for me, obviously played for the contacts for two years and, you know, I was still a little bit undersized my first year in midget, but um, stuck with it and, and grew that summer, like you mentioned, and um, kind of took off after that, you know, playing with Garrett Pilon and Cole Lind on a line. I think Cole set the records for goals in a season and, and Garrett had like 86 points or something like that. So, um, you know, they both have NHL games and uh, it's a pretty good line if you ask me. So it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I kind of looked at my last season as a do or die uh, season for the contacts. You know, I didn't really have anything going for me. I wasn't a, a drafted forward into the WHL. Um, didn't really know what was next and, uh, you know, just, stuck playing hockey, having fun and, and it ended up working out for me and uh, ended up going, ended up going out West to play in the BCHL. Well, before Turner jumps in here, thanks for getting cut your first year. Cause you saved me a spot on the team. So <laughs> thanks Jimbo. Appreciate it. But uh, you're, you're, you're doing way better than I am now. So <laughs> Turner. coach, coach, this line is yeah. His 17 year old year midget was an absolute monster. joke. Look at these guys. What? The three it was a monster. joke. It would just, they would each have a goal every game. It was just stupid trying to play against them. It's and probably fun. a fast line too, like Pilon, Lander, and then Jimbo just flying down the. Like, are you a winger now? Cool. Or you play center? I played center all year. Okay. But back then I was, I played right wing. Lynn played left wing and Pilon played down the middle and uh, three righties on that line. But, um, you know, Garrett's just a wizard with the puck and Cole can rip it. So uh, it was two fun guys to play with. I love it. Rip it. It was dumb. It was dumb. All right. We'll move into your BCHL career here. Um, well, you mentioned that you, you really didn't have anything going. So where, where, uh, when did Vernon first contact you? Like where, where were you guys playing and how did they get hold of you? Yeah, I think, uh, I think we were in the, in the max tournament. Um, uh, yeah, it was at Christmas time. We were in the max tournament. That was the first time I met the head coach there. Mark Ferner, uh, was after one of the Nailed. games. We had a pretty, pretty solid tournament. I think we made it to the quarterfinals and we lost to a team that we shouldn't have lost to, but, um, you know, our line had a pretty solid tournament. Um, and that definitely helped me, um, you know, my personal stock. Uh, and then after that, we went to a tournament in Kelowna, which is obviously in British Columbia, which was huge for me because, you know, all those, teams were able to get you know a live look at me which was which he which was huge and I uh, ended up actually getting that MVP of the tournament there which was nice and um you know I kind of had pretty much every team knocking at my door which was great you know obviously having options is what you want so um I ended up picking Vernon uh had some family there and uh, it's just a beautiful city I, I really um I like the coaching staff that they had there so I ultimately uh, ended up picking there so did you ever have a thought of playing in the SJ or, or the MJ or the AJ at all? Or like, I mean, were you ever planning to play in Saskatchewan? Yeah, actually, it's a funny story. So after my first year, my 16-year-old year with the contacts, um, I went to Melford Mustangs camp. I think I was like a listed player with them or however it works. I'm not sure what the term is. Um, but I made that team. I made the Melford Mustangs out of camp as a 17-year-old. Uh, so, um, I had to make a choice of whether or not I wanted to play for them or I wanted to go back for another year of contacts. Obviously I went back to the contacts, but, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see where I would be if I ended up staying in the SJ, but, um, nothing against the SJ, but I think I'm pretty happy. I didn't end up staying there. No, for sure. Well, you know, after three years in, uh, no, or sorry, playing for the contacts and then go to playing three years, in the BCHL with the Vipers sick name, by the way, Vernon Vipers, um, you know, you pursue a chance to play one of the biggest schools, you know, university of Michigan, 
first off, I just, you know, how does that work for, you know, just I'm sure people listening right now that are in AAA or U18 AAA nowadays want to know how it works. So walk us through how you got the opportunity, opportunity to play, you know, for a big school like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, playing the BCHL helps a lot. Um, BCHL helps a lot. It's, uh, it's a lot easier for those schools out east to, to travel into British Columbia as opposed to Saskatchewan. You, know, you got Vancouver and all these cities uh, right around, right around Vancouver where we play. So uh, travel is just a lot easier and it's uh, a little bit nicer of a place to go to for those guys, almost like a vacation when they come watch players. So um, just the overall location, it helps out a lot, but um, the VCHL also has a great showcase every year where you get every single team playing two games in one weekend um, in Chilliwack, BC. And I think this year it might've been in Penticton. They might be rotating now, but um, you know, it allows all of those colleges, I think every year, uh, every single school is represented at the BCHL showcase and uh, just allows them to really see players and, and um, you know, get some exposure. So uh, the BCHL is just a lot of exposure. And uh, for me, obviously, going there was huge because uh, I had no college interest um, from anyone before I went there. So um, making that move is huge for, for somebody like me. Love it. Rip. So when you when you committed to Michigan, you're 19. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I think I was 19. Yeah. So was your plan always to go play there at 21 or were you planning there to go at 20? Um, actually, yeah, that reminds me. I think it would have been 20. I committed there. I was at, actually was at the showcase in Chilliwack um, talking to different schools. And um, right after that was when I committed to Michigan. I went and visited Ohio State. Uh, and Michigan and then uh, made my choice after that so I would have been it would have been in my 20 year old season I committed and then I left right after that year I was I fly down yeah that was pretty awesome um the place is just amazing I mean I the feeling that I had there uh, stuck with me you know obviously from my my fly down uh, throughout my entire four years there it was just incredible it's just such an amazing atmosphere uh, Michigan so speaking of that, you end up playing four years for the blue and gold, walk us through the experience. You know, I feel that'd be one of the coolest things to accomplish. Um, you know, walk us through the fans, the hockey, the, you know, the facilities. And can you, did you do a song too, like that, that, that University of Michigan football team does all or nothing? Yeah. All or it's nothing. Maze, it's maze, by the way, not gold. Yeah. Maze and blue. Get it right. Jesus. <laughs> What'd I say? Blue and gold. <laughs> and blue and gold. <laughs> It's blue. Maze. No, it's maze. No, maze. It's the yellow. Yeah, it's, it's not yellow either. It's maze. <laughs> hey, go on now. What was the question? Exactly. So, quit talking <laughs> about my colors are skinny now. Okay, so you played for Michigan for four years. Walk us through your experience. I feel it'd be one of the coolest things to accomplish. Um, you know, the facilities, the hockey, the fans, campus. Uh, you know, why would someone else want to go there, I guess? Um, I mean, when I, like, when I was there, just everyone talks about the Michigan difference. Everything is top class. I mean, we get treated like Kings. We get, you know, whatever gear we want. Um, you know, we hop onto a bus, drive right up to a charter jet, hop on the jet and fly anywhere. You know, it's, uh, at Michigan than we do here in the AHL, we bus everywhere here. So. Um, you know, it feels like a little bit of a step down getting treated like a king at, at school, but um, you know, it's just junior. things, yeah, or back to junior. It's just things like that. I mean, you know, everything, you know, you get every single year you get kitted out with a bunch of Nike and Jordan gear. I probably have about 30 pairs of brand new Nike running shoes. Um, probably have only worn three or four of them. Uh, and you just get everything you could ever imagine. Um, you know, obviously you're getting a top of the line education, you know, um, you know, if you go play major junior, obviously it's a lot of fun and everything. Um, but you know, while I was here, I was getting a great education and obviously there's a lot of life after hockey and, uh, that, that education in my back pocket is going to do me well, you know, once I'm done playing. Um, sure. so it's just things like that. Uh, but you know, the campus is amazing. I mean, you go to the big house and watch a football game, there's 115,000 people in there just screaming their faces off um maybe a little intoxicated too but that's another story 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then, you know, there's just uh, a lot of other fun things like the sororities, the fraternities, you know, they always throw um, big day parties uh, during the day of football games on the weekends. And, and those are a lot of fun to go see. You got, you know, just massive houses packed with, uh, with students just having the time of their lives. And, um, you know, it's really, when you, when you go back and look at it, think about it, like all the memories, it's, it's kind of hard to unpack just because, you know, every day is something new there. Um, there's just so many great resources for you to succeed. And, uh, I think that's why anyone should, that's why anyone who has a chance to go there should, I mean, it's the best, the best program in NCAA and, um, you know, they always produce a lot of high, high players, high talented players. So um it's just a lot of fun and you meet a lot of great people along the way well well said turner um you know i'll stick with michigan here um was there any any situation or any moment while you're playing like i know you guys had pretty crazy crowds there where you're like holy shit like this is sick is there any is there any memory that pops out of your head um I mean, there's a few games when, you know, like I'll just talk about some of the like great experiences of playing there. Like uh, anytime we had Michigan State or Ohio State in the building, we, you know, we'd be packed. We're, we had a record of like 17 sellouts this year, which is insane. Wow. Uh, we only play like, I think, 18 home games. So <laughs> we had one game where it might have been against Niagara where we had, you know, 5,000 fans instead of, 6,000 fans so um you know you're just always playing in front of a packed crowd and um Turner you could probably agree with this the European crowds are a lot better than uh, North American crowds and I'd say yeah. um Michigan's crowd is very European you know they love to grill the opposing team's goalies uh, or find any dirt that they might have so you can just you know when you're playing you just hear the chance and they get pretty ruthless and it's just a lot of fun to play. You obviously got the band, you know, banging away the entire game, which is cool. And um, and then, you know, my freshman year, we played in an outdoor game at Notre Dame Stadium in front of 50,000 fans, which is pretty crazy. Um, right after the Winter Classic, I think Chicago and Boston were playing in that game. And then, um, you know, we played at Madison Square Garden that year as well uh, against Penn State. We lost 5-1, which was tough, but um, – that place was packed, got to experience New York City for the first time and played at one of the most historical buildings ever. Um, and then obviously we got to play at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, um, you know, about eight times and it's always packed in there. Um, and uh, and then this year, obviously, we went to Boston and played in TD Garden and, you know, that was pretty special. Uh, obviously, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but, you know, we just, we just play in so many amazing environments uh you know we play on the biggest stage every night and there's always people watching so uh if you're looking for exposure uh to the next level you got it at michigan that's for sure oh that's sick <laughs> hey what was that one song the whole crowd saying no i was on i don't know what it was on twitter me what song was that maybe mr brightside oh, yeah mr brightside yeah so they just the one that down? Tweeted. yeah they just they just play it and uh i think they play, they play it during the second period at Yost Ice Arena and I'm not sure, like second half of the football game and the entire crowd, no matter where you are, they just belt it out. It's pretty crazy. Gives you chills when you hear it live. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of cool. And then, and then those are the people that are also yelling at you guys to shoot on the power play. <laughs> yeah, same people. Same people. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask one quick one here and then we'll, we'll go into what's going on nowadays. But... <clears throat> From everything you're saying or now, I, I don't think there would be a different route for you. But if you could do it all over again, would you do a different route? What would I do? If you could do it all over again, would you do a different route? Oh, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I hope somebody would knock me out if I if I went a different way. <laughs> no kidding. Because no I kidding. mean, like, there's so many places and people that I've met or places I've been, people I've met, uh, you know, going this route that I wouldn't have met if I had, you know, gone to major junior. Um, you know, it's just so many great experiences, so many great connections. Like it's not even about hockey really, you know? Right. Um, yeah. It's not about hockey at all. Um, when it, 
when you come to a place like this. So, uh, no, it's a pretty easy answer. I would never, never change it, change my choice. Never, ever. So Turner's gonna have some more names here and, and whatnot. I want to bring up just a couple of guys. I know you play with, uh, I believe, I think Turner said Quinn Hughes one year, um, you know, Owen Power, Beneers, Johnson. Uh, some of these guys that you play with are obviously, I think they had what a record setting, I think six first rounders this year in the past NHL draft. Seven. Seven. Sorry. Fuck. Jeez. Maze. <laughs> Maze. Don't six, disrespect. Um, anyhow, so a lot of good prospects go on, you know, in the first round. You know, what was it like, you know, going from your first year, obviously playing with a guy like I believe it was Quinn, correct me if I'm wrong, and then to play with those guys now, you know, how much did you learn as a player yourself, even being a you know, a senior guy? Yeah, I mean, obviously when I was a freshman playing with Quinn was pretty cool. Um uh, it was really my first close up, you know, my first up close in person look at a first rounder and a top ten pick. And, you know, you really just saw, um, you know, where you need to be if you want to play at that level. And um, one of the crazy things about him is that, you know, as soon as he got to the NHL, it wasn't like he did anything different. He was just doing even more things like he looked like he was even better. You know, he was he was too good for college hockey. And when, once he got to the pro ranks in the NHL, uh, he just really took off. And, you know, obviously this year and last year playing with, you know, I think we had four out of the first or four of the five top picks in the draft. Obviously, it was pretty special playing with those guys, but you just learn something from them every day. You know, they're always, you know, finding extra time to be on the ice, um, just working on their craft, um, you know, like going power and, and Ken Johnson. You know, I was there were my roommates this year, along with Philip LaPointe, and they were just all night long watching hockey, just you know, learning little things and um, now they're playing in this show. So I'm, I'm the one watching them now. It's pretty cool. But yeah, no, playing with those guys is amazing. Um, they surprise you every single day with something new. That's awesome. Turner. So playing with, I mean, I think Kent's an old two. Playing with younger guys like that, like it's crazy. I mean, you're four or five years older than these guys, but did you take away any, like, did they teach you anything from uh, just their worth ethic or just little things? How to party. <laughs> yeah, how to party. Yeah, 18-year-old teaching how to party. Yeah. No, I think, honestly, um, the biggest thing I learned from those guys is uh, is confidence. Obviously, it's something you have to work for, but it's, it's really a mentality, you know, just um, knowing who you are as a person and a player and sticking to that and not changing that no matter what you do just because – if you do, you know, you're not playing to your strengths. And uh, that's what those guys do. They didn't really care, you know, um, if they tried something, if they messed up, um, you know, they just got right back up and they kept going. Um, and, you know, that's one thing from those guys is every single day they're pushing themselves, you know, they're making themselves uncomfortable because that's really important right. um, when you're playing at this level. And, um, you know, they just, they're just striving for a new level every single day and every game. And, that's one thing, you know, it's just be confident in yourself. You know, sometimes you might not have, have that confidence, you know, it comes and goes in ways, but uh, it's just always working forward to, to, you know, getting that confidence back and just playing with it at all times, because, you know, that's important. You know, if you want to make it to the next level, it's just having confidence and believing yeah. in yourself and betting on yourself. Yeah. Just like yeah. you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy Way. So now we're at today, and we talked about it right off the top of the podcast. Uh, you know, recently signed a pro contract with AHL Bridgeport Islanders. Um, first, how special was that for you? Special, and obviously, how special was it for you, your family? I mean, like, you know, you're, you're one more step closer to playing in the National League. I, I, you know, I think it's super cool, and you talked about confidence, and, you know, now you're, you know, now you're there, right? Now you're playing the American League. Now you got to prove yourself, and, you know, <clears throat> just your th uh your thoughts on it all yeah no it's pretty special it's been a long hard road for me it's been a long hard road for anyone who makes it to this point and um it takes a lot of sacrifice from you know my friends and my family uh just supporting me all the way up you know um playing minor hockey in Saskatchewan is not cheap and it's not easy for um you know a family to you know put somebody into midget AAA it costs a fortune and um you know my parents I worked really hard to you know give me that opportunity so 
Um, you know, I'm obviously thankful for that, but, you know, just making it to this, to this point in my career is pretty special. It's something that I've dreamt of doing as a kid playing pro hockey. And, and now that I'm here, you know, you, you don't really appreciate it as much as you should. Sometimes you take things like this for granted. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to take it one step at a time, uh, one day at a time, one practice at a time and, um, you know, slowly work my way up, uh, to the NHL. And that's obviously a dream of mine. And, um, I think I can do it. I uh, just got to, you know, stay patient. That was trying to let a Creed moment there. Hey, Rip. Yeah, it was. What'd they say again? One punch, one breath, something else at a time. I don't know what it was. <laughs> no clue, buddy. I'm not even <laughs> oh, okay. You're talking to yourself right now. <laughs> Usually that works. Okay, golf game. Uh, how is it since last time I've seen you? Do you play much down in Michigan? Uh, walk us through the golf game. Yeah, actually, um, golf in Michigan is pretty sick. I mean, the you guys course, own course, like right there. Yeah, we have two courses on campus. Um, yeah, they're private. They're not open to the public, so it's pretty sick. Um, three hundred dollar membership for the for the entire summer. You see um, a three hundred dollar that free? Three. Well, pretty much free. If you break it down and probably playing 70 times a summer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much <Wow>. free. <laughs> That's wild. But yeah, Sorry, um, but yeah it's, it's pretty funny, you know, wake up in the morning and, you know, go work out and then skate after that. And then, you know, one o'clock rolls around and you just hop on your moped, strap your clubs on your back and, and rip. <laughs> Rip a couple blocks down. The, <laughs> I forgot you guys got course. mopeds. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> no, the first time you do that, it's a little sketchy, but uh, once you get used to it, it's not too bad. You got a little extra weight on the shoulders swinging around, maybe lose a putter down the road, but you didn't mention school though between that. You just said you wake up, work out, skate, and then go to the golf summer, bud. Yeah, that's in the summer. summer. You don't have school sorry, summer. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you- but yeah no um it's a uh, the one of the courses in alistair mckenzie design uh he designed augusta national and the other one's pete die uh, and we all know who pete die is so um two world-class courses um one the the one one of them is a lot like riverside and then the other one's just you know its own i can't couldn't even describe it to or compare it to another course that we know but um now yeah, they're great courses um very tough uh golf game while i've been here is i mean i haven't played as much as i would like but um it's been not bad i think i had a i've only had like maybe a handful of rounds under par at, at uh the michigan courses uh they're pretty tough um very fast narrow it forced you to hit every shot, you know, cut the ball, draw the ball. So it's tough, but I played the other day uh, here and I think I shot like 81. I was using a guy, another guy's clubs and he's like six, seven. He's a big D man. <laughs> we call him big shack. And uh, his clubs were two inches extended. So you can imagine how that went for me. You're choking up on everything. <laughs> yeah. Basically I had my hands on the metal. Your driver shafts <laughs> bending around your back like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. Seven. But, yeah, the game, I think I, yeah, I shot like 81, but um, it wasn't bad for the first time out. It was pretty cold. It's not very warm here. But, um, yeah, last summer the game was the game was pretty good, actually. I, I, I fired a 29 at the Willows on the oh. back. Now. Um, I think I was like three over on the front, but it was – it was pretty good. I had I had two whole of eagles and uh eagle on a part yeah, five. Helps. Yeah, but, but yeah, I know that other than that day, like my my golf season wasn't that good. Um I I just never hit balls anymore. Like if I go play, I'm just playing, like I'm never practicing and I, and that right creeps up on you big time. So um I need a good range a few good range sessions a week if I were actually want to be able to compete with guys like you. Well. Uh, that does sound pretty sweet though not gonna lie like playing that at those courses i can only imagine how nice they are and obviously play i'm sure you've played some around in the area um but yeah it's wild turner i think we should go to our segment called questions from the gallery agree absolutely
Just sleeping at the wheel. Rubber Co. Sponsored by Rubber Co. Was founded in 2021. 100% made out of recycled tires. We have tons tons to offer, such as rubber ramps, rubber curbs, rubber parking blocks, and now our new hockey devices, rubber deflectors. Check us out on social media at Rubber Co. Or the website at www.rubberco.com. Or can call today, 306-541-9840. Jimmy and all Michigan students, please think with your head and choose the right rubber. I'm going to be dreaming of Rubber Co. after that. Rubber Co. Right here, the whole time. Rubber Co. There it is. <laughs> rubber Co. Okay. These are questions that we're going to ask. You have to answer them all. Honestly, you can't say no. You can't say pass. So, um, yeah. biggest goal in your college career? Uh, would have been the game tying goal in the Frozen Four at Boston uh, two weeks ago. Obviously, we ended up losing, but Oof, that was chills cool. there. That's wild. Yeah, dude, that would nasty. I was watching that game. It was fucking four a.m. here. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a little early. Streaming. Yeah, it was tough. Um, yeah, that one was electric. You know, oh, I couldn't imagine, dude. That would have been just insane. Um, what? sleeping right now here fellas um who's the best guy you ever played against in college uh who that's a tough one um i would probably say the toughest guy i ever played against probably jack hughes or uh or cole caulfield cole caulfield's caulfield was so good in college he was i mean he scored like a full game um Wow. But Jack Hughes, I think he had like four points when we played against him, and he was just so good. Where did he play? Probably- uh, the U.S. program. The U18 team, they would play oh. college teams. Okay. Nasty. Yeah. Favorite beverage after a round of golf? Ar- Arnold Palmer. I've got some in my fridge right now. <laughs> That's not a bad drink, actually. Yeah. Bomber. <laughs> okay, here's one for you. Pranks in the room you've seen or you've pulled or have been pulled on you. Uh <laughs> this year was pretty pretty good for pranks. Um well shit, you six first rounders in the first seven picks of the draft. <laughs> yeah, there are some pretty good ones. I think every day somebody somebody got it, but um there was a good one actually. We had to go to the security footage to figure out who did it because no one was fessing up. But uh, one of our – there were actually two guys who, after practice and workout, they had showered up, you know, eaten dinner and gone to put on their shoes and they just – and they slipped their foot into their shoe. And there was – it was full of shaving cream. Like, they just put their shoe on and it was full of shaving cream. Obviously, it ruined their shoe. Like, I'd be pretty pissed off if that happened to me. And – the next day in practice, like whatever, like guys are buzzing in the group chat saying that, you know, who fucking put shaving cream in my, in my shoe or whatever. <laughs> and nobody was testing up to it. And uh, the next day we had a meeting in the locker room and we said like on the boys, like everybody went around and said, I swear on the boys, it was not me. Everybody went around, like every single guy said, I swear on the boys, it wasn't me. So we're like, who did it? And there's obviously security cameras and, in like the front uh, room where we walk in at the rink where we all leave our shoes. So we're like, oh, okay, well, we'll go get the security footage. So we go to the rink manager and uh, he pulls up the security footage and, and it's sitting in on our TV uh, when we get back after practice the next day in the locker room. And uh, we click play and <laughs> you see this big frame, Bill McCulty played a lot of years in NHL. Um, He's our assistant coach, and you see him come scurrying into the picture frame, and he takes shaving cream <laughs> and puts it in two guys' shoes. Our assistant coach was the prankster. <laughs> so that was unreal. Yeah, but now every single day somebody's getting water cupped. Um, there's a lot of funny ways to do that, but yeah, guys get water cupped. There's lots of pranks, so it's fun. I love it. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious um well dude you got any pregame routines and if you do walk, walk us through it no um i don't really i mean i like to do the 
I like to do the same things every day. I like to do whatever makes me feel the best, but I'm not really like superstitious where if I do something at the wrong time, you know, I'm going to be, my world's going to come crashing down on me, but um, I like to keep it light. Um, you know, get up in the morning, um, go to the rink, have a stretch and a shower, um, go on the ice and shoot some pucks if I have time. And then uh, just have a pregame meal, go home, um, stay hydrated. <laughs> have a nap just <laughs> stay relaxed uh, and then go to the rink I don't like to get to the rink too early so usually show up at the last minute possible um before you know we get in trouble from the coaches but um yeah I don't like to get there too early I feel like I just think about it too much and then you know once I get to the rink I just tape my sticks you know do some stretches um stick handle a little bit uh just get feeling feeling good and loose and uh and then when it's time to get on the ice just get on the ice and have fun wow okay favorite barn to play in besides the home barn and worst barn maybe not not worst barn like you, you just hate going there because you know it's just going to be a battle hell tire place <laughs> um <laughs> where's that that's vernon's rink by the way oh. <laughs> yeah that's vernon vernon's rink my favorite barn to play in, uh, probably Western Michigan. They, it's not, it's nothing special. Like it's, uh, it's like a typical, um, what rink would it be like? It, it's a typical like SJHL rink. Like okay. it's cold in there, like bleacher seating. Um, but they had a student section that probably took up half of their seating. I think they probably had get like, four 4,500 fans in there and it's just like one whole side of the ice is just filled with their students and they I think they're called the lost and lunatics and they do not hold back you know if you take a penalty you better say a prayer because you're about to to get it, from <laughs> get shred it. yeah no it's pretty good they're they, they really make it fun to play in that rink and um it's just so loud so loud in there the yeah I asked you earlier before, uh, what's the Michigan song you guys sing in your room when you win? To end oh, man. And Kenny's singing for us. No, don't do it to him. <laughs> what song hey, I'll get the is going. Dude, I can't, I, I can't even tell you what it is. I, Who I, has I'm better so bad when it comes you still to say songs. that one? Pardon? Is that the same one he has used the football team or what? Who no, it's actually bad. I should know this because we won 31 times this year. But <laughs> yeah, right now you're like the worst alumni ever. You can't even say the song. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, we sing "Hail to the Victors" after weekend sweep, but hey, I yeah, can't remember. What what, what, hey, yeah, yeah, it's the same as the football one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same for every team at Michigan. "Hail to the Victors." We sing that after we have after we sweep a weekend, but um, man, I can't remember what the. <laughs> song is it's it's really bothering i blew it (laughs) i blew it oh my yeah it's a good one though everyone it's like yeah yeah it sounds uh, great i can't wait uh turner you have any more here yeah so jimmy you mentioned uh getting basically any equipment you wanted were you a type of guy that was always like changing things up and trying new things or did you find something you just stuck with it? No. Yeah. I, I never really changed anything up. Um, I do like new skates though. I think I used three pairs this year. I think I might've used four pairs the year before that, but I like new skates. So when we, when we say we kind of get whatever we want, we can do the same way. Budget. I'm the same way, but there are some people like coach is probably losing his marbles right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd be just getting like, yep, stick, yep, stick, yep, stick, yep. I'd be trying them all out. I'd be doing everything. <laughs> yeah, I stuck it. with it. I used the Nexus all four years. I didn't change. I mean, I I asked for a few demos of the different ones, but like, I never actually stuck with it using a different stick. So maybe a curve. I'm probably similar. The curve, I I keep the same, but I always I try something new for sure. And especially when you have thirty different pairs of shoes, <laughs> for sure, I'm wearing one a day for the next three years. <laughs> You know, yeah. dude, 29 of those would be on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should sell them. I don't know if that's allowed, but <laughs> okay. yeah, I'd like to give them away, though. Yeah. Turn you any more for him? No, I'm good. 
Okay, Jimmy, last one here. Um, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but I mean, you, you probably should now full time. But if you do, yeah, you'll know this. You'll know this question. Um, we always finish it off with you know some piece of advice for a young listener today. You know, whether it takes to be a college hockey player, go to Div One, um, you know, be a doctor, whatever. Just be successful in life. Have some fun with it. So, um, just some advice for a young listener today. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, uh, if you have something and you're passionate about it, um, just stick with it. Obviously, there's going to be some some hard times and some really good times, but um, just stick with it. If it's your passion, I'm sure you will, but just always believe in yourself and, and bet on yourself because at times some people won't. And I think it's important for you uh, to just believe in yourself and, and make and place that bet. Well said. Jimmy Lambert. Man, thanks for coming on the podcast today. I had a lot of fun on this one. I know Turner did. Uh, we're wishing you nothing but the best down in Bridgeport. Uh, we'll have to get out for golf if you come back to Saskatchewan in the summer. We'll set up a golf a golf match or a golf round or whatever. We'll hang out. We'll do something. Yeah, me and Coach versus you and Linder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I was going to say Hyder, but Hyder's a fucking snap show, so we're not going to do that. Yeah, Linder's kind of a sandbagger, though, so. He's a pigeon. Yeah, he's a pigeon. <laughs> he's a pigeon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it, man. Uh, best of luck. Then I said the rest of the way, and we'll uh, we'll stay in touch here. Yeah. Thanks for having me, boys. That was a lot of fun. Minus the wife. Thanks, Jimmy. Lost <laughs> Melt Distilleries spring seasonal releases are here. They have a ton of great options for this spring and summer like hibiscus lime vodka, sweet tea vodka, local coconut vodka, and local watermelon vodka. With the nice weather coming, it's time to get out on the patio and enjoy a taste of Saskatchewan from Last Mountain Distillery, Saskatchewan's first micro distillery. Keep an eye out for the ready-to-drink beverages, raspberry mojito, gin fizz, and mango seltzer, which are coming soon. Can't make it out to the distillery in Lumsden? No problem. Their products are available online or at most retailers across the province. Head to lastmountaindistillery.com to learn more. Jimmy Lambert, uh, Troy, obviously you weren't on for this one, but we got to talk to Troy, get to see him, got to literally hear about what's going on down there. Um, but Turner, quick thoughts on the podcast. Great interview. Um, such a good dude. Uh, it's great hearing stories from Michigan. Probably the best school to go to for any sports in the States. It's crazy, dude. The stories he's got. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, good, dude. I'm excited. We actually just decided to do a golf thing this summer. We're going to do it. It's going to be Turner and Drew versus Coland and Jimmy Lambert. Content. Troy's coming for sure. Gas beers. Hang out with the boys. Um... But yeah, good dude. I, I hope I've enjoyed it because it was a lot of fun, that interview. And you tell just three guys just that we all knew each other from growing up and just love the game and just chatted. So it was cool. Uh, Troy, what else are you up on the docket this week before you... Uh, you already told us what you're doing this week, but what's up the rest of the night? Uh, like I said, my wife and daughter's birthday today, so we're going to go to a nice family supper, do a little Mexican, and then... That sounded horrible. We're not going to do a Mexican. We're going to do a little we got Mexican. You. We're food. good. We're good. You got you. What's wrong with that? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, get ready for tomorrow. Like I said, we got the Angels. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Turner. So, yeah, no, okay. we've got ball game tomorrow, MLB game tomorrow. Friday, doing Mission Hills, like I mentioned, uh, the Gary Player course. Really excited for it. Saturday is kind of just a hang around day, do some shopping, do a little hiking. Sunday, heading over to Vegas, going to go there for a couple days and then uh, make her back to the Great White North. Hopefully all the snow's gone. So it's kind of cool though, join the podcast, to be honest, down south. That, that, that's pretty cool. Turner's over on the other side of the pond. Drew, you're sitting in Regina, freezing your bag off. And uh, yeah, life's good. Awesome. I've also done a pod in Mexico too, so. <laughs> World Traveler. World, World Traveler. traveler. Uh, okay, Turner, you guys are in the finals. We wish you nothing but the best in the league finals. Get it done. Uh, we're rooting for you. And keep me in the loop because it's hard to follow when you're 10 hours ahead of us. So, um, wish you nothing but the best. 
I'll be back next week, fellas. How about that? That's crazy. Oh, to see in person, do a live in person pod. Let's go. Yeah. You need to get off the hustle, uh, stencil on your jersey down there with all those ads. Yeah. We actually don't have that many ads on our jerseys. That is true, too. We, yeah. Oh, rubber Crow. Um, Look at Rubber Crow. Rubber Crow on your helmet. Drew, I got one more say before uh, we take off here sure proud sponsors of off the hustle yep you can buy that stuff down here in palm springs at costco we've seen it all there today uh cutter and buck big big fans or fans supporters of our show so i want to tell you it off the air but i thought i'd mention it now so i love you're it in the here you get your cutter and buck stuff costco's got lots of it so fuck <laughs> yeah try good ad that was it ad read okay troy will ta- hopefully talk to you next week turner definitely see you next week good luck this weekend Everyone else, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. See ya. I had to leave the meeting. <laughs>